Hey friends, I hope you're all staying healthy and safe and comfortable and that you're taking care of all the people and plants and animals that are important to you. I'm pleased to report I finished the ninth complete edit of a manuscript for a novel I hope to publish in the late summer or early fall of this year. I'm very pleased with it. I'm not going to give too much away right now. I promise I'll give you more details as I get closer to completion. I, I will tell you, it's very funny. It's very body. I will say it is adult in nature. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of it. It's coming along well. I, I'll do three more complete edits from beginning to end on the manuscript before I let anybody else set eyes on it. Uh, what else can I tell you? Bearing no illness of myself or any of my immediate family, I'll be able to keep to the, the editing schedule I've set for myself, and I should be finished with all the edits for at least the paperback edition of my 2021 novel by the end of June. Now, if you're a new listener to this podcast, welcome! If you haven't figured it out yet, I'm a published author with eight novels currently available for purchase worldwide via Amazon in both paperback and ebook formats. If you don't use Amazon, you can find most of my books in paperback format at barnesandnoble.com. There's no Patreon set up for this podcast, and there are no ads. But if you love the show, and you want to help support it and myself monetarily, and get yourself some great literature at the same time, the best way to do that is to purchase one or two of my novels. If you're a long-time People Are the Enemy listener, and you've already purchased all or any of my books, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. People Are the Enemy listeners, this is episode 174 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Thanks for spending time with me. It's good to see you. You're looking well. How you doing? Yeah? Are you having a good life? <laughs> that sounds weird. Are you having a good life? <laughs> Listen, I got nothing today. Meaning, like, I am strapped. And then, you know, last week I had a lot of things to talk about. I had a lot of topics. I had a lot of things happen. This past week, not a lot. So guess what we're doing? I'm jumping in the bathtub. That's right. And you're coming with me. Come on. Let's go. Now, don't be scared. We've done this before. You know, if you if you listen to the show for a while, you know we've done this bit before. And before I forget, I have to credit uh, Mr. Uh, Phil Hendry himself. And, well, before I forget, also, I need to grab the outro because I always forget this part when I'm doing the bath. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyways, I need to credit Phil Hendry. Ooh, look at that tub! Because Phil Hendry is the guy who uh, inspired me to start broadcasting from the bathtub. Not because he does it, mind you, but because his listeners will often call from the bathtub, and it's always quite funny. Now, I'm going to kill the water here so you can hear me a little bit better. Needless to say, needless to say, I have the tub running, of course. It's kind of why I sped through that monologue, obviously. I don't want to let the tub get too full. 
and overflow, but uh, I didn't shower at all yesterday, so I'm filthy, okay? So we'll start with the glasses. We'll take those. You know what? I'm going to need these glasses, but I'll take them off at least to get my shirt off over my head. Shirt's coming off first. Here we go. Oh my God, I stink. Oh my God. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It was a hot weekend, man. I mean, I didn't do anything. Like, I didn't do anything strenuous. I basically, you know, walked the dog first thing in the morning uh, before it got too, too hot. Like, it was in the 90s this weekend. But it was still, you know, like in the 70s while I was walking the dog. And that was at like 7 a.m. So, you know, you work up a sweat walking a dog. And uh, down with the, the, uh, the drawers, as they say. There they go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm uh, completely nude. Totally nude podcasting. Okay, that's gross. All right, now I'm gonna get in the. T <laughs> I'm gonna get in the tub now, and I'm just gonna talk with you. Okay, I'm gonna set this up. When I say this, I mean my mobile studio here, so that I don't. Uh, uh, so so that it doesn't fall into the water because it's uh, while it's mobile, it's not waterproof. Okay, and now I've got uh, I've got my list of things to talk with you about, and uh, I'm gonna step in the tub, and here we go. Oh, of course it fell. Fortunately, not in the water. Sorry about that, guys. All right, hopefully you can still hear me. Okay, now I'm, I'm sitting down in the bath. Oh. oh, the water just turned completely brown from all the dirt on my body. No, I'm kidding. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. But it does feel good. And I made, I made, the, uh, I, I made the correct decision to not make it too hot. In the past, I've made that mistake. Thinking my, to myself that like oh well it's standing water it's gonna it's gonna cool down no it doesn't cool down that fast man you fill a tub with hot water it stays hot for a while and uh, yeah you've you've heard me scream in the past but not this time okay now I'm gonna I'm gonna dunk my head under the water all right here we go I'm gonna scream as loud as I can while I'm underwater you ready. I don't know if you can hear that. Oh my god, my ears are full of water. Alright. Okay. Oh, the things I do for the show. Okay. Oh boy. Oh, that's not bad. I'm gonna get some soap going here. I should probably shampoo too, but I don't know, man. I can't imagine shampooing just yet without a shower. Oh, I got some stuff to talk with you guys about here. Get my list here. Oh man, like I mentioned, it was a hot weekend, man. It was in the 90s, both Saturday and Sunday. There was no way I was like gonna mow the lawn. Are you kidding me? I put the ACs in the window because we don't have like central air. So we still have like, you know, <laughs> air conditioners. It's probably the way to go for the rest of our lives here. I can't imagine setting up a, uh, like a central air system now, this far into this far into uh, my life at this house, which is over 20 years at this point. So we've got less than 10 years to go on the mortgage. Thank God. What else do I want to talk to you about? Let me pull up my list here. Uh, mamma mia. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, I know. Yeah. Okay, my wife's car. Yeah. Man, oh man. All right, so this happened. I was supposed to get my wife's car inspected. And this is something I didn't know. In speaking with uh, somebody from another state, they said, you have to get your, your cars inspected in New Hampshire every year? And I said, yeah. Like, and they said, you literally have to, like, they have to pass inspection? I'm like, yeah, they have to have, like, good tires. And, you know, I thought that was nationwide, but I guess not. Um, anyway, so my needless to say, my wife's car is 
first of all, 12 years old. It's a Honda CRV. And it failed inspection badly. Like, not even just for, like, something small, like, you know, like, um, um, something small, like, um, shoot, like, what would be small? I don't know, like, one tire that was bald or something like that, right? That would be small. No, two out of the four tires were bald, and, and according to the mechanic, the other two were going soon. So I was like, okay, well, i got to take care of that. And they said, you got two holes in the exhaust, and it won't pass because of that. And uh, her brakes are terrible, and it won't pass because of that. And I wanted to say, man, you guys did the brakes. I literally, like, the mechanic that was doing the inspection was were the people who did the brakes. So, so I looked at this list, and I looked at the price, and I was like, forget this, man. I don't even want to tell you how much this guy was asking. Holy shoot balls. It was a lot of Dell. And I was like, you know what? Uh, I said, thank you very much. I'm going to take this list, and, uh, and I'll make an appointment to... Um, to, uh, to bring this car back at the end of the week. And in the interim, I'll get all these things done. I'll run around and get them done. And again, this was like last Friday. So, so basically, uh, my weekend and this past week was just like taking my wife's car from here to there. You know, found a place that had a good deal on tires, managed to get some tires there. I had to wait two and a half hours in the lobby to get this, to get the tires done. But fortunately, you know, I bring a book with me wherever I go, so... And plus, I had my phone, so I stayed in touch with people. And and so, two and a half hours on a Sunday, first thing in the morning, while my wife was at work, mind you. So, I was I was basically flying solo anyways. It was not a big deal. So, I uh, I took care of the tires that day. And then, and then it, believe it or not, while I was waiting for my tires, a, a, a friend called me. And he said, he said, what's going on? And I explained the whole situation to him with the car. And he said, look, he said, do me a favor. He said, please, 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 I beg of you, do not... Do not take your car back to that mechanic to get your exhaust fixed and your uh, brakes. Go to this guy, Bob. This guy is the best. I've known this guy for a while. He's a little strange, but he'll do an amazing job at a really fair price. He'll give you a good deal. And I thought to myself, well, I haven't got anything to lose, and plus I'm looking for a good deal right now because the prices that the mechanic were, were asking for to have these, these things fixed were outrageous. And I'd already saved like $250 on my wife's tires by getting them, taking them to somewhere else to get fixed. Anyway, so, um, so I, I call this guy Bob and he is a little, he's a little strange, even on the phone. He's, and when I say strange, I don't mean like, um, like kind of like odd in that quiet way. I mean more eccentric in that, uh, gregarious way. Like, okay, buddy, I got your booty about What you got to do is... You know, I'm just kind of like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And it was a lot of information. He said, you want me to take a look? I'll take a look. But I can tell you right now, it's probably the... You know, he's going on and on and on. And I was like, oh, my God. So so I think to myself, all right, just uh, stick with this. You know, he may be a little eccentric, but hey, you know what? There's nothing wrong with being strange. And, uh, some, you know, it, 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 this may just work out in your favor. And, and you have nothing to lose because... At, at, you know, at the at the very worst, he, he can't do it or he flakes out on you and uh, and it doesn't get done and you take it back to the mechanic and have them do the tires and the exhaust. So I make an appointment with this guy, this guy, Bob, and, and my friend tells me, he said, just you've got to understand that he's very particular with time. So you have to be there right when you say you're going to be there. Because if you're not, he's going to freak out. <laughs> so... So I said, all right, man, okay. So I follow my friend's instructions to the T, and I'm a punctual person, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, I don't dilly-dally, you know, especially when it comes to, like, something like getting your car done, like, 
the last person you want to make mad is somebody that you've got to pay to do a job, you know, and you've got to, you're, you're not paying them up front. You're literally like paying them after the work is done. Like you don't want to get off on the wrong foot. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like walking into a restaurant and like starting a fight with the maitre d', right? <laughs> like, why would you do that? Like, why would you, like, why would you be a jerk to like your wait, the wait staff before you got fed, right? <laughs> you wouldn't, right? Because you probably, you know, end up with diarrhea. Anyway, all right, so... So I do everything with Bob. I, I, I do everything exactly to, as he says. I show up to this place. It's a tiny little hole in the wall. You wouldn't even know it was like a garage. Literally, like, as my wife and I are pulling in to drop off the car, like, the, the garage door is, like, slowly sliding up. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to meet this guy. And I've got my mask on because, you know, it's, it's you know, you know the times are what they are. And, uh, and he comes out, no mask. <laughs> um... He's covered in ink, is is as the kids say, and there's nothing, no problem with that. Um, and um, he he and I approach each other, and I immediately see that he's got no mask. So I, I pull my mask down to say hello, and I said, "Hey, I'm Andy. I don't want him to think that. I don't know what he thinks. I don't know." And I'm outdoors, so I'm like, "I'm fine. Just take off the damn mask, right?" So like, I don't know what to do. You don't know what to do with a handshake or anything. You know, it's 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 May of 2021. God knows what you do now, right? Because some people have got you know the vaccine and some people haven't and I don't know if Bob has and you know I know I'm halfway there right I'm getting the other half this week anyway so like so we, we do like we do like, a, like an elbow bump you know what I mean like you touch it you, like he offered his elbow and I was like okay <laughs> so touching elbows with this guy and of course he's going on and on and on and um talking and talking and talking and my wife is standing there and she's looking at me and I'm looking at her whenever he looks away we're kind of looking at each other kind of raising our eyebrows like oh my goodness you know who's this guy you know and uh and he's saying I'm gonna do it the best I can I'm gonna tell you that right now that they probably didn't he's going on and on and on about the mechanic and I'm just and I'm just thinking to myself Andy just say as little as possible and and get leave the car here and just move on with your life you've got a lot of stuff to do so so I'm literally saying as little as possible and my wife and I end up driving away and my wife is just kind of staring straight ahead, not saying anything. And I'm not saying anything. And and then I start getting phone calls from Bob. And mind you, I'm grateful that the, the guy is in contact, okay? But I'm like, you know, the, like I just want to, it was like it's like that out of sight, out of mind kind of thing where it's like, I dropped off the car, I don't want to hear about the car until I have to pick it up. I really don't want to think about it, you know. I got a lot of other things to do. I but I'll tell you what, man, at the end of the day, I appreciated it, man. I appreciated hearing from this guy with the updates, you know. He was like, Andy, I got this and I got that, and I'm gonna and I was like, okay, okay, Bob, I appreciate it. Uh-huh, 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 okay, all right, yeah, just I'll tell you what, Bob, why don't you just call me when uh, it's ready to be picked up? Okay, all right. Whew. Okay, re regardless, okay. Needless to say, end of story, long story short, I go to pick up the car um, Thursday, which was the same morning that I planned to have the, um, um, the, the inspection done. After I'd gotten everything done, and, and when I say everything, it's, it wasn't a whole lot. Again, I got the tires, I got um, the, the exhaust fixed by Bob, and the, uh, um, shoot, what is it? The brakes, like I said, it was like, and uh, and then I had to like replace the cabin filter. Now, mind you, these these swindlers, I say swindlers, who 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 normally you know take care of my wife's car and my car, they wanted sixty dollars to change a filter. Okay, I went to Pep Boys, twenty dollars. I changed it in two minutes in the parking lot. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, these guys. I don't believe these guys, right? Holy moly! So so I mean, that was the least I could do, right? So mind you, I I get the work done. I bring it to 
the mechanic who, uh, the initial mechanic who initially gave me the laundry list of things that needed to be done on the car, <clears throat> tell him everything's been done. I've saved myself a thousand dollars. Okay, I'll just tell you that. Like doing like just like running around as chaotic as a week as it was, and and having to like put my faith in a person that I've never met before and was a little eccentric, paid off ultimately. Man, dude, I'm telling you, I saved a grand. And again, I'm not telling you how much they wanted initially. I'm telling you, doing the tires myself doing the, the the other work that I could do myself and getting another person who, at a reasonable rate to do the exhaust and the brakes paid off like totally well. And I would go back to this guy again, for sure. Uh, albeit his, you know, eccentricities, I could, I could put aside. I'm eccentric. I get it. It's fine. Oh my God, though. What a week, though. That was, that was a big part of the week. I'm still in the tub, by the way. You know, and I, I lost the soap entirely. And people are like, what? Like where's the where's the where's the bath talk? All right, let me just scrub up a little bit here. I'll give you give you a little bit of this. I understand that you, you tune in for some of this too. I imagine, right? La -da -dee, da -da -da, da -da. Remember that song, "Rub a Dub Dub, Three Men in the Tub." The butcher, the baker, the candlestick man. What the hell was that about? I don't even know, man. I wanted to. <laughs> oh, I wanted to talk about cord organ tapes, man. Holy crap! Did these guys come through? I want to talk about good customer service and good business. Holy moly, man. I don't know who's running this little label out of Texas, but if you're listening Court Organ Tapes, I want to have you on the podcast. I want to speak with you because you've got a, a fantastic boutique little record label there, and uh, you, you did me well, and I was I was very impressed by your service. Thank you. I'd ordered a tape on um, the last um, Bandcamp Friday. And when I say the last, I mean like the last forever from this um, this project called Hayden's Ghost. And it was like like these, um, these um, beautiful um, instrumental pieces that I think some were actually done, if I remember correctly, in like, in like a Honda, believe it or not, like speaking of cars. <laughs> and I may, I may be confusing this with another project, but I think it was recorded over like a couple of years and some of the pieces were literally like recorded in somebody's car. But uh, there were also some beautiful piano pieces that you can tell were, were done on an actual piano. And I thought this music was beautiful, and the artwork for the for the album was beautiful. And I ordered the cassette from from Court Organ Tapes because number one, it was it was uh, it was priced right, and number two, it was the cover art was beautiful. And I was just like, I'd really like to own this little piece. And it was limited, you know. That's the other thing. It's just kind of like you know they made it special. I think there were like twenty five tapes made total. So I get my package from Court Organ Tapes this week, and. It's not only the tape that I ordered, thank you very much, Cord Organ Tapes, by the way, uh, just, as, just as they promised, in a brand new cassette case, et cetera, et cetera, with the, the, the label printed and everything. But there's stickers, you know, like little homemade stickers, and they're, they're, they're fantastic. They're, they're, they're like this, some, some beautiful photographs, and then there's a postcard of a volcano that was included. <laughs> it's just this, like, volcano exploding, like a little photograph of a volcano. And, uh, and then there was like a whole other tape, man. Like I did like a tape I didn't even ask for. And this tape that was included, man, this bonus surprise mysterious tape, um, literally was like handmade. You could tell like the art was literally like clipped out of a magazine and kind of slid into this thing. The tape case itself was old. You could tell that the tape itself was like another tape that had been taped over literally like had, uh, they, they, they'd scratched out whoever was the initial artist, which I couldn't make out. I'll, you you know me, I tried, right? Um, and they'd written over it like, love is a fog or something like that. And 
On the other side, it said something else about love, I'm pretty sure. But uh, I, I was like, I gotta hear this immediately. So I immediately turned on my stereo system and put this tape in and I listened to the whole thing from back to, back to front. And the beginning of it was like this interview with Charles Bukowski and there was no preamble and there was no set list on the cassette. You had no idea what this was. I only knew it was Bukowski because I'm a Bukowski fan and I recognized his voice. And he was talking about love, of course. And it's not long. It's maybe a minute, two minutes long of, of him speaking about love to what sounded like an interviewer before the music starts. And the music is like this, this overmodulated instrumental piece that like literally like stopped at the end and continued on the other side. Like it didn't, it didn't, there was no pause, almost like drone. I'd call it drone. And, and again, there's, there's really no other notation with the cassette. It was very mysterious and very cool. I was like, holy crap, this is the coolest damn thing. So thank you, Chord Organ Tapes. I literally, um, I literally am very satisfied with my purchase and I'm very satisfied with the package. And if you're listening to this, whoever you are, who runs this boutique label out of Texas called Chord Organ Tapes, um, please, please consider um, reaching out to me because I'm sincerely going to reach out to you very soon and I hope that uh, you'll give me some time. And speaking of guests, we've got a few guests lined up for the podcast. I've been very fortunate. I want to thank um, Adam Savage uh, and um, and uh, Dan from Orange, Al, you know, a.k.a. Dan, uh, shoot, I don't remember, Dan Pritchard from, uh, from Australia. Thank you guys so much for having me on your shows. I sincerely think it helped because I was able to book a, a few new guests for this, this podcast and I look forward to speaking with folks in the future. Man, that's about it. I mean, um, I think I'm gonna get out of the tub because I'm really literally just like sitting in foggy water now. This is, this is disgusting. Hang on one second. And plus my wife has to use this, this bath in like 14 minutes. So let me, can you hear that? That's a strain. Okay. What am I doing now? Oh, let me step out of here. La, la, dee, la, la, okay. I'm gonna dry off here. What how long we Oh man, I literally just knocked a bunch of stuff off the counter in here. <laughs> oh nothing spilled, everything's okay. Oh what else can I tell you? Oh yeah, I watched a... I watched an old Ed Wood movie that I'd only ever heard of and never seen, but I saw it come up on um, on um, on YouTube for free, and I said, I gotta check this out. I saw Orgy of the Dead. Do you know this movie? It's it's a 1965, it's what's called a nudie cutie. And basically, it's it's basically like, I guess in like the mid-60s, as, um, um, as TV was kind of gaining popularity, obviously, you know, with better programming and whatnot, and more people had a TV in their home, and like, the, the, the movie theaters found it hard to compete, you know, because people didn't want to leave the house, right? So, sorry about the company, guys. Hang on one second. So what what people started doing, when I say people, I mean, like, you know, schlocky filmmakers like Ed, Ed Wood started doing was making, like, these, um, these nudie cuties, basically, you know, like, it was... Um, it was like nudity for the sake of nudity. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, oh, there's naked women and they don't show that on television. So people will come to the theaters and see it. And sure enough, people did, of course. <laughs> but this orgy of the dead was ridiculous and it was so bad. And I watched the whole thing and I literally, <laughs> and I literally was like, 
I looked at like the, the art for it, you know what I mean, the post movie poster and stuff, and it was fantastic. Of course, it's got you know um, naked women on the, on the cover of the cover art. It says Orgy of the Dead, and just these ridiculous things about like the nudist movie to come along, whatever. <laughs> like your senses will be pulverized by all this uh, this this uh, blatant uh, nudity and flesh. <laughs> so so like. Like, man, oh, man, and I found that there's, like, an orgy. The, I wonder if there's a t-shirt of this movie poster. Looked it up. Sure enough, there is. Ordered it immediately. I was like, I gotta, I gotta own this shirt. God knows where I'm gonna wear it. But, uh, yeah, Orgy of the Dead, if you're interested at all. It's got Criswell in it. You know Criz. Uh, if you watched Ed Wood, that 1994 film with uh, with Johnny Depp, you remember uh, you remember the Criswell character played by uh, the dude that was uh, played the principal in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Can't remember his name offhand. But it's got old Criz in it, and he's old in it. And, uh... And it's got uh, terrible acting, of course, and, um, and, and and you know what? I say it's an Edward movie. It's Edward movie and only that he wrote the screenplay. Somebody else uh, filmed it. And I, I've been told that, like, Ed was on the set and, like, he was holding a, um, the fog cannon, basically. And, and the premise is just ridiculous. It's just like, it's just like one stripper after another comes out and does a dance. That's basically, <laughs> that's basically the entire movie. And, 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 uh, and... There's a werewolf and a mummy in it also who kind of look on. <laughs> and Criswell, of course, and some kind of like weird vampiress, you know, some kind of like uh, uh, vampire-like uh, character. Anyway, uh, let, me go, let me go back into the, uh, the studio here. We'll head back over and I'll take uh, my notes. Yeah, Orgy of the Dead. So, yeah, it was a way to kill some time. Oh, man, I gotta get, let me just clean these glasses off so I can see. God Darn it. I try not to swear when I'm doing this podcast. Oh, of course, everything's falling. Oh, man, oh, man. Anyway, it's much more comfortable today than it was the last two days. Hopefully. When I say comfortable, I mean, like, less humidity. It's like 70. I'm going to have the window open all day. Be right back. Hang on. Stay right there. Don't move. I'll be right back. I'm coming back in a moment. I'm coming back. Don't go anywhere. I'm coming back soon. I'm literally walking back right now. Can you hear me? I'm back. I had a PV amp set up next to the tub so I could put the equipment on it. <laughs> I don't think people use PV amps anymore, and that's pretty much all this PV amp gets used for. That's for... Uh, that's as a, as, a, as a table, you know? You know, I saw like a, um, a photo from Square Pusher's studio. You remember Square Pusher, that guy that, uh, I think it was a British dude, made like a, a glitch, glitch uh, music, or IDM as it, as it was called. These are in like the, the, the heyday of like Aphex Twin and uh, shoot, man, who else? I'm looking at my, my CD collection to see if anything jumps out at me. But like, you remember, you remember like Aphex Twin and glitch music. <laughs> And IDM, uh, shoot, man, who are those guys? I'm looking to see if there's any other, there's nothing's jumping out at me, of course. I don't have a lot of that stuff. I appreciate it. Well, DJ Shadow, but that was more turntablism, I, su I suppose. Anyways, but I saw, I got way off track there. Needless to say, I saw this photograph from uh, Square Pusher back in the day in his studio. He had, like, the same amp I have. I was like, that's the amp I have. Oh, that was kind of neat, you know, when you see that little thing there, you know, kind of like, oh, yeah. Okay, um, 
I, I reviewed Lou Barlow's album. I'm not going to say anything about it. Um, I want you to check out the, the album review. It will come out this week from Surviving the Golden Age. Please look for that. Uh, also, my interview with Dan Pritchard that I thought was going to come out last week still has, has yet to, to be released. It should come out any day now. Uh, it's with his uh, Slice Radio. Uh, I talked about completely different things on that show. I, 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 I encourage you to please check it out. And you'll be able to find those um, links on somewhere on my Twitter timeline. But if you're looking for a more direct way to find them, please look for my Facebook writers page. You'll find them there for sure, and they'll be very obvious. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this thing up, man. Where's, where's my script? I'm, I must have lost it three times already. This has been episode 174 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. We love you. Peace. <laughs>